1: It's Red Eye Radio. Gary McNamara and Eric Harley talk about everything from politics to social issues and news of the day. Whether you're up late or you're just starting your day, welcome to the show. This is Red Eye Radio.
2: All across America and around the planet, Eight six six ninety 90 red eye He is Eric Harley, and I'm Gary McNamara. Download our app today. Listen when and where you want if you can't listen live overnight. Our Red Eye Radio app, an exclusive presentation of Red Eye Radio here on Red Eye Radio, where we're Red Eye Radio.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. My
2: Kamala Harris imitation there.
0: Yeah, you're stuck on those words. Yes. <laughs> you know, Gary, in the history of all history, <laughs> nobody has historically made talked history. about history and made history the way... That history has made history. Uh, It'll go down in history. (laughs) History is bound to go down in history.
2: (laughs) Why? Because we cherish our history. Well, you said in the pre-show
0: meeting, uh, fire the speechwriter. And and I said, I think it's her. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I honestly (laughs) believe she's writing it. You know, it was it was funny because we we were
2: uh, read a couple of our articles and we're going to hit the the uh, the uh, the Democrats in just a moment here, but we just said the 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 campaign has begun and you know New York New York Post had an article about uh, uh, about uh, about Trump and and basically saying the people that support him are wimps. He attacks like crazy and there's a mild attack by DeSantis and they all lose it. And I went, mm-hmm. okay, here we go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, there you know there there they go and then we. Brought you the National uh, Review uh, column by Charles Cook that said uh, you can have you can have the conservative mindset or ideology uh, in the Republican Party or, or Trump. But you can't have both.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And uh, I we, we thought he was off in a couple of spaces where he said Trump believes in nothing, you know, that everything is politics. It wasn't because there were positions he took uh, that, he, uh, that he that he that uh, he uh, that he that he fought for. Uh, but. And it's really not if he gets into office, whether he will be a conservative or not, because even I mean, he hit that part of it. But it really didn't matter because what it came down to even for Charles Cook is he can't get elected. It's it's his performance
0: that basically, if you look at since 2016, each subsequent election, uh, he performed less and less. And and yes, he while he's not on the ballot during a midterm, that is, you know, the endorsements and everything else that they don't. If they don't come to fruition, then that reflects on him.
2: And and so when you um, uh, when you uh, uh, you know look at I don't think you know I, again how you know do you parse the issues of where Donald Trump stands versus where DeSantis stands? Really, the only debate points so far the two debate points so far when you look at Trump and DeSantis. And initially, the the attacks came from Trump because DeSantis hadn't hadn't even unofficially <laughs> announced. We thought he unofficially announced when he mildly went after Trump. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, he's attacking Trump. He's in <laughs> mm-hmm. and the the campaign begins uh, today. But it was Trump initially, uh, you know, because he even evolved uh, his. Uh, uh, what he said on uh, the entitlement programs of social security and Medicare, Mm -hmm. when he went after saying that, uh, that uh, he won't change the program at all. And DeSantis will. And then he said, he came back uh, the next time and said, uh, I won't change the benefits. It's like, Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. You can make that case. I won't change the benefits, but you're going to have to change the program. Now you may not have to during your presidency, because Social Security goes a little way out, but you will have to for Medicare if the Biden administration doesn't do anything. Medicare, you will have will have to do uh, uh, something on. So, what are you going to do? How are you going to do it? Well, we're going to pay out this. We're we're going to pay out the same benefits. The next question would be how, and that's a discussion. And so, when he attacked, we know the Republicans are you know uh, uh, this midterm said, okay, let's not talk a lot about the entitlement programs because we're going to have to reform them, which means either fewer benefits, more taxes uh, to the uh, future recipients of it, but you cannot sustain that. More likely, you're going to have to, especially on Social Security, raise the age, means test, and have a general tax uh, you know, a tax that's dedicated to Social Security that is outside future recipients. So you have to change Social Security mm. and you're going to have to change Medicare, too. You know, even under the the Biden plan, well, he taxes people. So it's not it's not just your Medicare taxes that you pay uh, that will cover Medicare Medicare will come out of the general fund. And that is a fundamental change in both of those entitlement programs. Yeah. They sure. will no longer be entitlement programs mm-hmm. at that point because people will be putting in that do not collect. Yeah. And, you know, that's where it changes. As a, but you're going to have to change it. So if you're a conservative, and as you said, if you're taking a poll of conservatives,
0: <laughs> there's no there's no way to actually poll conservatives. You can only poll Right. People who say they're conservative. Conservative, right, exactly. It's not like likely voters where you could yeah. get down to the technical measurement <laughs> of it. You can't actually do that with conservatives. Right. And I would also remind Charles Cook that uh, something that goes back, you know, ages with Republicans and Republican voters and and those of us who are conservatives, I'm sorry, those of us who claim to be conservative. <laughs> 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 uh, It, you know, uh, in one of his last radio appearances, uh, 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 interviews, Andrew Breitbart in 2012, early 2012, where we talked to him and said, you know, I asked him, Andrew, why should conservatives like us support Romney as the nominee? And he said, guys, I sit, you know, a stone's throw from the Supreme Court. It's all about SCOTUS. There is no greater demonstration of that premise than Donald Trump. Trump right. Uh, so I would, you know, I would, I would, that's what I would hand back to Charles Cook, that you can cho- choose mm-hmm. conservatism or Donald Trump. You can't have both. Yeah. You can be a conservative and also support Donald Trump actually for that reason. And, you know, a number of other reasons in terms of his performance. Now, Having said that, there are things in his past and even, I think, during his first term uh, where you would question, all right, what would he do in his second term? Uh, His daughter had his ear uh, as an official advisor. She's not in that role now and says she's not going to be, but she she would still have his ear. And there are things that she would like to see get done, and they are very liberal. Um, uh, uh, paid sick leave, uh, child, uh, child care tax credits, not just child tax credits, mm-hmm. child care tax credits, things like those, um, would, and this, this happens. Look, I uh, you, you know, the other argument against Charles Cook would be, well, look, George W. Bush, George H.W. Bush. I mean, there are things there that where you could look back and say, many of them go more liberal in their second term. So that's always going to be a concern, no doubt, right? But ultimately, it comes down to this. I think the big takeaway still from that piece from Charles Cook is performance.
2: Yeah, I think that combining the two, the the point of, you know, conservatism versus Trump was moot because the real point is, he doesn't believe he can win. Right. So if you if if you look at the average Republican out there, the average Republican, if you take away the unfairness of how Trump has been treated, mm-hmm. and it's there. He has not been treated fairly at all by there's been witch hunts. Uh you know, we've gone through it. That there's are still th- going the, on. Yeah. The, the, the 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 biggest dirty trick of all time in political history was played against him by the Hillary campaign that went on for the first two and a half years. There are many people that look and you know, and I believe this is where the ultimate in Trump tribalism exists inside the Republican Party. Mm. We're sticking with him no matter what because he got screwed over. But if you're if you're saying to yourself, and this is the majority of the Trump supporters I know, which is probably looking at about thirty different Trump supporters that I know across the nation. That all every one of them, the most. I mean, they had the flags. They were in the boat parades. They did everything. Mm -hmm. You know, they were there without question. And now that you know, DeSantis is is there. It's like Trump can't win. DeSantis can. I don't see a great difference between the two. Sort of like the call we had the other day. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've. I voted for Trump twice. I'd vote for him a third time if I had to, but I'd rather have DeSantis. That right, is a yeah. that is a growing movement, and I don't really put a lot of stock in the polls now because of what has gone on with uh, the last couple of weeks, especially with the Manhattan DA, which we'll get to here in a yeah, couple of moments yeah, too. Yeah. What a zoo that's turning into. No, but, but you make
0: a good point in that if this were a choice between uh, Trump and Paul Ryan. If Paul Ryan yeah. were in and he were polling in second place right now in the primary for the GOP, uh, then you would have a you know there there are a number of things where where people could look at that and say okay, but but Paul Ryan's not mm-hmm. a great option. But you look at DeSantis and how he's performed as governor. Yeah, it's a big question: can he perform outside of Florida? But it is the belief of many that he can. The trust of many in him that he can do that, and also bring the GOP together and 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 gain a consensus there if if they're to take the the White House, the House, and the Senate in twenty twenty four.
2: You know, and and I don't think you know because the first thing Trump hit him on was Social Security and Medicare. In a general election, if you're a Democrat, that probably is much more effective. In a Republican primary saying that somebody like DeSantis with no evidence is planning on destroying Social Security and Medicare and you're going to keep it exactly the same, which he had to back mm-hmm. off on it because that's mm-hmm. not possible, mm-hmm. doesn't have the same impact because most Republicans know it has to be reformed. Right. Why? Most Republicans don't do math with feelings. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: to to go back. And the other thing that Well, I do math when it comes to the national debt. I have a lot of feelings. But <laughs> the math but, doesn't have feelings. It's just the result of the math that gives me feelings.
2: So I really don't think that that's I don't think that's really having any effect whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Uh and, and I and I do think that uh, the other thing uh that uh, he went after that Trump initially you know cuz DeSantis didn't say anything and so Trump, you know, was on the offense first and attacked him and, and uh, said he was weak on COVID. I don't think Trump can win that argument. Right, yeah. That's not not an argument that I would pick for Trump to say, and he, he did it again yesterday, mm-hmm. pounding on Trump's or that DeSantis is weak on it. I don't think, you know, you sit there and say, if you repeat something that you can't win a thousand times, will it be effective? Maybe sometimes with Democrats and independents, would that be effective with uh DeSantis at this time with his record and what people know about him on um, on COVID. No. And all he has to do is he turned around and said, Trump should have fired Fauci. Whoa. That has stain power. Yeah. That is yeah. why didn't Trump fire Fauci? That's no, a good reason. We didn't really find out most about Fauci until after uh, after Trump was out of office. But the fact is, the initial oomph of that is a good initial oomph. Oh yeah, why didn't he let him go? Mm-hmm. He didn't like him to begin with. In the beginning, he didn't like him. <laughs> we know he never liked him. How do we know? Trump says he never liked him. <laughs> yeah, right. And and so that's where we are right now. But that doesn't really differ. That doesn't get you anywhere. Those things don't get you. Anywhere. Mm. Most Republicans know. The vast majority of Republicans know. Social Security and Medicare is going to have to change somehow. Maybe not in benefits. But how you fund it, it's going to change. Something is going to, it is no longer going to be an entitlement program unless you skyrocket the payroll tax and drastically raise the age. And they're not going to do both of those alone. They're going to be taking it from the general fund. So anybody who truly wants to change Social Security and Medicare are going to have to change Social Security and Medicare. Anyone who wants to keep the benefits the same is going to have to change So security and Medicare. Yeah. Just that simple. Right. And then the COVID thing, it's like, eh, on either side, it's not really an issue anymore. Maybe an issue voting between a Republican and a Democrat, but those aren't really the huge issues. So what are the issues that are going to separate them? What are the major, major issues? There really aren't any.
0: No, on the issues, there's not a lot of separation. There's
2: not really a lot of, and so it gets back to, for Republicans, who can win? And there's a growing number of Republicans who believe Trump can win the primary. Of course he can win the primary, but that's not the prize. The prize is, can he win the election? And there is great doubt within Republicans that he can.
0: Well, and also, can he win and bring other candidates with him, him. in the House yeah. and Senate? And though that's what I think the GOP looks for, not just the one office, but but can you also help carry the party and and bring them in? That that's a big deal because it also means in the general that you're likely bringing a lot of independence over to the party in those other races.
2: Eight six six ninety red right eye grant awards focused on expanded support of school meal programs and nutrition education in schools.
0: We are awarding fifty million dollars totally to four separate organizations to help us manage the. School food system transformation effort through a series of subgrants. The second announcement is announcing the availability for states and now for school districts if states do not apply to apply for grants under the FY23 Team Nutrition Grant Program. It's an educational program. Roughly $10 million is going to be made available for these Team Nutrition Grants.
2: Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack with the announcement Wednesday from a Colorado elementary school. The various grants are part of, or connected to, USDA's Healthy Meals Incentives Initiative.
0: Which was designed to foster innovation among schools, partners with schools, school food industry, to create a wider variety of appealing foods in schools and in the school food marketplace.
2: I'm Rod Bain reporting for the U.S.
0: Department of Agriculture in Washington, D.C. This report is made possible by Senex Roadmaster XL Premium Diesel and Sitco Lubricants.
1: Coming up, more with Gary McNamara and Eric Harley. It's Red Eye Radio.
0: And now for a segment called Just Something I've Noticed, brought to you by our friends at Motel 6. Just something I've noticed. There's a lot more yawning these days. Have you noticed that? Yeah. And the bad thing about yawning, it's contagious. Now, I'm not a scientist, but... I do know that's true. You see somebody else yawn, all of a sudden, you got to yawn. Do you know what helps to curtail the yawning? How about a great night's rest at Motel 6? Book online at Motel6.com. Use the code CPREDEYE to get 15% off your stay at Motel 6 or Studio 6. With almost 1,500 locations across the country, there's almost always a Motel 6 or Studio 6 nearby. and Truck parking is available at most locations. Enjoy a clean, comfortable room at a price you will love. When you use the code CPREDEye. that's the letters Redeye, all one word, for 15% off your stay at Motel 6 and help curtail the yawning. That's just something I've noticed. Brought to you by Motel 6.
2: It's Friday Radio. He's Eric Curling. and I'm Jerry McNamara. Also, the campaigning starting. Really, I mean, there's been more articles this week about liberals and progressives not wanting Biden to run. So as the unofficial uh, campaign begins for DeSantis, it's also beginning for the Democrats. Mm. article here from uh, uh, Fox, progressives trash status quo Biden running in 2024. He must step down. Now, this actually... Fox is running is I'm reading this from Fox, but the article was actually in The Nation, hmm. which is the which is the United States oldest liberal magazine, yeah. liberal publication. Right. Uh, Robert Reich, Ohio, former Ohio Senator Nina Turner all argue it's time for their party to at least consider other options. But they don't give specific reasons. No, it's amazing. Yeah. We all love them, but we need to move on. We're not ageist, but it's time for a new generation. Well, then you are ageist. Right. <laughs> We're not ageist, but it's time for someone younger. <laughs> a former New Hampshire legislator and gubernatorial candidate, Arnie Arneson, told The Nation that he doesn't believe Biden can meet the urgency at the moment. Mm. Nothing noting the dire predicament facing Democrats. It's about this moment the moment when white Christian nationalists and the radical right that control the public coffers of nearly two dozen states are moving forward at lightning speed to advance their implementation of their authoritarian schemes. How? Does that relate to anybody in the general public, that statement?
0: No. No.
2: But that's what you're getting. So now they're going to, because the left now, not happy with what biden has done in the over the last couple of weeks
0: no no they're clearly not happy
1: Call in and get a word in, Edgewise, Eric Harley and Gary McNamara on Red Eye Radio.
2: And he is Eric Harley, and I'm Gary McNamara, eight six six ninety uh, Red Eye. Just uh, going through all these different uh, progressives that don't want Biden to uh, run Roots ac- uh, rootsaction.org. National Director Norman Solomon told the Nation in twenty twenty four, Joe Biden will represent the status quo if he runs for re-election, and that's mm. not good enough. Mm. The extreme crises we face require bold, progressive leadership of the kind that Biden has not provided.
0: Uh, yeah, uh, they want they want radicals, and they're really, really upset about the about-face on the, uh, the whole D.C. crime bill. But that's actually, okay. I, I think that's just a small part of it. I think, ultimately, they're afraid that... He can't do the job. And they believe also that from the get-go, he hasn't been able to sell the agenda.
2: Well, that's what I was going to I was just going to say that. That that uh, I think that the problem with Democrats right now is the fact that all the major issues have now, well, buttressed it up right against reality. Mm-hmm. It's right there. Reality now on inflation, on debt. Let's spend more money. Well, we don't want more inflation. You can't get away from this anymore on the border. Well, now we know because now Democrat states are sending uh, migrants to Democrat states, and it's become a local issue everywhere. Energy. Oh, do you see where Ford plans now on breaking down all their divisions separately, including their EV division Mm. to show people that they're losing money on their EV division?
0: Well, That they need to, that they're,
2: I, I love that article that came out. They, you,
0: you're gonna have to do that to demonstrate that the business model is not viable. Because we've all known that the larger vehicles, gas-powered vehicles and diesel-powered vehicles are the moneymakers. Everything else is about compliance, about, uh, fitting the, you know, the, the, uh, miles per gallon requirements and everything else the cafe standards over the years and how that is ramping up you know every single year well you won't be around as an OEM if you keep going down that road
2: and then the story the uh, you you had the uh, governor of uh, Nevada everyone is furious because Biden blocked uh, so many millions of acres hmm. of federal land from mineral mining, which are the minerals that you need to build electric vehicles. Yeah. I mean, we found we're getting to the point of the liberal circular firing squad now on electric vehicles, which means this liberal circular firing squad on climate change. So everything that they're doing, everything, it doesn't matter what, nothing is moving forward because either reality says you can't do it or they're fighting within themselves now, we need to build yeah. electric vehicles, shut down all the mining for electric vehicles. Well I mean
0: well nothing. no I mean that's that's it, and if you do the math on on what's required for the batteries and building the vehicles themselves, there is no way that we're going to ramp up our mining to the required level. It's never happened in the history of the u s. No. And and as such, you know, that's that's enough, except for the fact that the uh, the the activists are getting in the way as well. They're saying no EVs already. And and then
2: you see Newsom. Remember, they they were trying to pass the windfalls profit tax on oil Mm -hmm, companies. mm -hmm. Couldn't get that done. Right. So they went to Newsom and said, you've got to do something. So You know what Newsom's did? What Democrats always do. Well, they can't sell anymore that, are you paying too much for gasoline like Obama did in 2008? Yay, we're paying too much for gasoline. Mm -hmm. Do you want me to lower the price? Yes, lower the price. All right, fine. I'm going to put a windfall's profit tax on oil companies. Yay. Well, you just said you're going to raise the price of gasoline. The windfall's profit tax has failed miserably. Uh, Newsom will not. Uh, Will not go ahead and try to do it through executive order. He's going to have a watchdog to, group to make sure a state watchdog group no to gauging. make sure that the, exactly there's no gouging. The we're going to make sure we're going to spend right. money to do nothing. So they so they've reached the point where they can't raise gasoline anymore, which is going to hurt all that movement. My point is on every single major issue, none of them are really moving forward. Because either the liberal circular firing squads got in the way, or the reality of inflation has got in the way, the reality of the reality has gotten in the way. So they're looking for someone new to sell what they can't even sell. And so when they explain what they want done, we need new leadership, we need bold new leadership, we need uh, energy, we need... No, you need somebody who can BS better and lie to the American public better on the issues that you can't win, and that doesn't exist out there right now.
0: Well, it's one of the only industries at the retail level where their main product, the main reason people stop into that retail location is to buy the product that's advertised on the street, the sign. You don't even have to go in to ask, how much is that gasoline? But he's going to put a watchdog group together, Gary, to watch the prices that you can already see yourself.
2: But that's the problem: why those nine liberal Democrats uh, want Biden out because he they he nobody can sell it. Nobody in the Democratic Party can sell. Look, Newsom waved the white flag. He can't sell taxing the oil. If Newsom can't sell taxing the oil companies in California, you
0: know that reality has hit the fan. <laughs> well, and that's that's the thing. I I, I think there's or it's hit the fan of reality. Probably a couple of different uh, groups within the you know the the far left liberal group, and that one is. We need somebody who can get out and sell it better, the agenda. Eventually, that's true. But right now, you're not getting anything across. Critical race theory. Nope. uh, And all the sexualized material they want to put in to schools and, and teach children from a very young age. All these things they're losing on because they went to battle with parents. And then you get to the economy and the border and everything else. And there is no win here because look, if I'm Newsome as a far left liberal, I'm looking at inflation and the broken border and everything else. And I'm going, yeah, I'm going to sit this one out. I'm just going to stay here in California inside my blue bubble and do the things that I do. I'm not going to, I'm not going to try and take it on. We'll let everything fall on Biden. I think that that's the other part of. What's going on right now with the Democratic Party is, all right, there's a handful of things he can still do with his executive pen. But frankly, the cleanup is not something we want to come in. We don't want to come in midstream and clean up our own party's mess. The GOP can do that. We'll let the GEO, if they win in 24, we'll let them go in and clean up this mess. They'll botch it completely. They won't be able to get it done, they believe. Things won't improve much, and then we'll come in in 28, and we'll take it from there. But the yeah. last thing they want to do is step in and clean up their own party's no, mess.
2: That's, no, that's a great point that you don't hear a lot of political analysts talking about. The fear of, because if you, all these, all these, uh, people on the left are saying that you need to spend more money. Biden, we, we, we played it earlier, Janet Yellen trying to defend his Biden, the budget this year is 500 billion more than last year. Mm -hmm. Think about that. Think about the, I don't know the last time, and I'm taking COVID out of it or emergency spending when a budget went up $500 billion.
0: Yeah. I, I I don't
2: remember. And, And so they're, they're like, that's not enough right and so anybody who could send their newsom newsom cannot sell in the state of california cannot sell increasing taxes on the rich evil oil companies instead we're going to put together a commission that's going to ensure that they don't gouge anymore mm-hmm. which is always the fallback position that democrats have
0: which always they, goes nowhere
2: when when they realize we can't win it cuz people know if we put taxes on gasoline the price is going to go up. We mm-hmm. can't win that, so we're going to watch those evil oil
0: barons out there. Yeah, we're watching and, the prices that are already right. blatantly advertised.
2: So Newsom knows he goes in. This is a mess. He can't go in there. He, he's going to go in there and propose a trillion dollar increase, two trillion a year in 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 spending to make inflation worse. They under these people actually understand. They understand what how. Don't be fooled. The top Democrats know how the economy runs. Mm -hmm. They just never thought it would collapse or inflation would hit or the banking stuff would hit while they were still in office.
0: I think they all agree that Biden is horrible. But I think the group outside these, you know, a handful of uh, liberals who say he shouldn't be the guy and he shouldn't run are looking at it going. We shouldn't be cleaning up our own mess. We need to hand that off to the GOP, and hopefully they'll botch it. We're not about to step in and clean up this guy's mess. We agree. He's horrible. But we're not going to step in and catch his falling sword. He's the one that threw the lawn dart way up in the air. We're going to go inside and wait for it to fall.
2: And quickly, the the this uh, brag grand jury is just... I mean it was it was we talked it's about chaos. it we talked about it earlier in the show but it was just it's absolute chaos I mean the the one witness that was supposed to come in yesterday was supposed to uh uh you know was was called to try to uh, you know defeat the arguments of Costello mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden that didn't happen they canceled it and then maybe it'll happen today. Mm-hmm. The jurors are on standby that it could happen. So you wonder, okay, what's going on with that juror? And then the New York Post came out with the letter that Cohen's lawyers wrote uh, to the FEC, the Federal Elections Commission, mm-hmm. when they were investigating it back in 2018, investigating whether that was a campaign, illegal campaign violation by Trump, which they found it wasn't. Right. They didn't go forward with it. Right. And Cohen lawyer wrote to them and said Cohen did it he did it on his own uh, volition Trump had nothing to do with it mm-hmm. Trump didn't you know pay him back in that way that any money he paid him was for uh the retainer mm-hmm. in essence <laughs> so I mean it's just everything it, imploded everything imploded completely and we had said with Costello, I mean, I was like, what are we missing? What are we missing? Why is he still going forward? Why is she still going forward with this? But we go back to the fact that the DA Bragg is the DA that said when he took over in New York, he said, I am not going to charge anyone with the felony who commits an armed robbery as long as they don't shoot the gun. To attempt to try to sell that to, and he had to back off on it. Mm-hmm. But the attempting to try to sell that shows the delusion of this man. So when you and I are like, what are we missing? How can he go forward with this? You have to use, I think, that base mindset of the del- of the delusion that he already has.
0: The question is. Uh, is it accurate and true that there's a lot of pushback even from within within his own office? But certainly we know that there is from his own party. His own party's been very, when Van Jones on CNN is saying, dude, this is not a good idea. Yeah. You've got a problem. When, when Chris Rock says, (laughs) are you guys trying to get Trump reelected? And, and the basis of that joke is it's a horrible idea because if it were something solid, every Democrat would be on it going, they got him now. They and, got him now. It's and, only a matter of time. Trump is going down. And none of them are saying that. None of them are saying that.
2: Now, Schumer said basically no comment right. yesterday. Right. Eight six six ninety 90 eye
1: Lines open for your calls. 866-90-RED-EYE on Red Eye Radio.
2: He's Eric currently and I'm Gary McNamara. We are Red Eye Radio. So if Gavin Newsom cannot sell a windfall's profit tax in California because it would raise gas prices maybe 10 cents, then how is a – and the legislature won't go for it – then how can they sell a $648 billion reparations plan to the people of California? And that's just the California one. We're not even talking about the San Francisco
0: one. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, no, that's why everybody's calling on him to do something – that he needs to do something from his office on that because it appears that the lawmakers in California right. can't do anything and, on it well he can't do anything on it
2: no and and how can he how can he sell anything if he can't sell by executive order doing something a windfall profit tax with the oil companies right
0: there's nothing he's no. going to be able to do
1: is Red Eye Radio on Westwood One.
0: John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together,